<laughs> no shit. Uh, shit. Well, good morning. Uh, you know, ha- happy New Year's Eve and happy New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> coming on. Uh, you know, this is episode sixty, right? Holy shit! We are. It's one of those big round numbers that means something. We are well on our way to a uh, hundred episodes. The March to one hundred. The March to one hundred. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, what's it they say on Glass Cannon? Well, we've really been marching to one hundred since the very first episode. So I believe so. Well, I. I it's an arbitrary goal. <laughs> I think that uh, Oprah had 80. So, I mean, if we pass Oprah. Hey, man, that's a big moment. That's a big moment. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Shit. It's uh, great. So this, this, is, this is the new new vocal. This is your this is the new headset that I'm using for this one. So You sound uh, good, man. You sound really solid. How, how do you like well, it? It's funny because the, having both ears covered up and because I'm not hearing my own voice back at me, it sounds yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's maybe the one advantage of having the one ear over is that you can hear yourself and then hear the person talking it and it's the same sounds better, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> but I'm just I'm just running the cord straight in, so I don't know. Maybe the maybe the interface gives you, you know, full mix back and forth, but Well yeah, you could a, probably you could probably fuck with that. Um yeah, I know I that's know, a big. Uh, it, it, you probably get an echo. Like it'd probably be slightly yeah. delayed or some shit. <laughs> I know that's a that's a big Rogan thing where he he talks about using full coverage earphones because then he, all he can hear is the person and himself talking. So yeah, but I don't know about that. I'm not I'm not gonna <clears throat> start poking. <laughs> I'm not changing the sentence in the middle. <laughs> well, I've been doing it like that for a long time, but uh, I'm also I mean I'm all alone in a basement. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Oh shit. Oh, fuck. So, yeah. What what are you what are you drinking this morning, man? You got some sweet coffee going? Oh, I do. I uh, I dropped it in the uh, cord of the disc. This is uh, I'm drinking from Dark Matter Coffee in Chicago. This is a High on Fire. This is a collaboration um from the band High on Fire and Dark Matter Coffee, but this is a two two coffee blend uh, both from El Salvador. Um dude, nice. Yeah. Yep, two different. I don't know that much about coffee. It's good though, um, and there's it's got wicked artwork. Uh, you can yeah. see the picture, and then the uh, back has and a little. Iguana. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then a UFO, mm-hmm. stick. Some DNA, and the Iscaria mushrooms, and oh yeah. <laughs> so the so the back actually has the UFO drop in DNA, and then it's being coded. It's being you know transitioned into an X chromosome, and there's a human being under it. So the the back says uh, staring off into the void. Your lizard brain stares right back. No time for consideration. There is no coincidence. A cup of coffee, black as tar, will lift up your caffe- lift you up in caffeination, abducted synapses, enthralling your reptilian DNA. Who's the alien now? So, I guess they <laughs> they watched a lot of Alien Covenant, and uh, that's fun. <laughs> that's very but fun. It's actually really good, so I'm I'm glad I got it. Uh, obviously, I went with it because of the band name, but uh, definitely yeah. uh, <laughs> definitely good coffee. So I'm very happy about that. Sick, dude. And you can you can get that sent to you. You can get it as a whole bean. Um, well, they're out of drip right now. You can get it as an espresso grind. You can get a pour over, or you can get a French French uh, French press version of it. Uh-oh, Craig just sent us a little message here. Yeah, he's full of shit. He's he was recording. This happened the last time too. Okay, you better be recording, Craig. Um, Fuck him. Well, dude, I might have to order some of this stuff. Dark matter coffee. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I I need to go out and pick some more uh, good coffee out. I'm I'm still killing some. Uh, my good buddy Jason sent me from Grindhouse my gaslight from Smuggler's Coffee, and it's it's great. Um, it's a nice uh, again a. Uh, 
strong blend that, that I'm just definitely enjoying. But since I've already talked about that before, um, oh. last night um, oh. I got I got a chance to uh, dip into some of my Christmas treats, um, and I had mm. had a little uh, of medical marijuana um, since it's legal here in the state of Illinois. Um, That's for glaucoma, right? Yeah, well, obviously. Um, well, or I mean, I'm, I'm calling it medical grade because that's what it to me that's what it, it tastes and smells like um oh, oh you mean you mean it isn't a random ass sandwich bag that's been twice reused oh yeah oh yeah um and, and you know I, I, I used to have a connection where i could get medical stuff when i was out in colorado and to me this is like this is that great um and uh and yeah so it's no ditch weed it's uh called, it's just cresco on it um and uh it says it's the rest blend indica which you know well, whatever um you know there's indica sativa to me um I, i've never noticed any any major differences fr- from me but um, you're just not a connoisseur <laughs> well different people say different things right like well the one's like a body high man and the other one like you know it's it's more mellow and i'm like whatever whatever like it, all of it's pop to me um but but i could definitely tell like the the quality is quality and this one is a um, lime sorbet um oh god rest blend and it has uh, let's see tpe which they're saying is ter- terpenoline which is floral pine and uh carophyllin i have no idea which is pepper and spice terpenes apparently they add like their own little blends in to to mess with the flavor but i tell you yeah. uh, what, what i get from it when i'm smoking it is a, a little bit of kind of citrusy and, and and pine and it's a it's a real nice smooth smoke I, I i did it out of a hookah um and so it's you know it's it's going through the water to filter out some and it comes out uh not nearly as hot as you normally would um and i i had a little bit of tobacco whenever i'm smoking out of a hookah whether that's shisha or in this case it was just uh, some rolled tobacco um but um man really nice really hell of a high um and uh, my wife got me that for christmas and it's only the second time i got to sample it um and it's a very solid cresca uh cresco uh, c-r-e-s-c-o if you get a chance to check them out if weed's your thing um you know see if you can get some it comes in a little glass uh container here i'll have to send you a, a, a picture of it uh, but it's it's pretty pretty ridiculous pretty fancy again it's it's no uh you know weed in a little uh, sandwich bag situation um these days it's a full-on enterprise jason it's making exp- the money it's an experience because everything has to be now yay <laughs> well i actually kind of like the pack jamie i'll tell you uh, you know i I, did, I didn't buy this for myself but my wife kind of laid out the numbers um for, of what she thought she paid for it and uh and I was like, wow, uh, I think on the street I could get more for this. <laughs> so, um, Quite possibly. I was like, whoa, that's pretty sweet. So uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's that's some delicious goodness. I'll send you a couple pics here. But um, if the quality beats the beats the price, it's, it's you know, you're, you're, oh, yeah. you're old enough now where you can go, uh, yeah, quality does matter sometimes. Uh, but anyways, oh, yeah. speaking of being older and a new year coming. <laughs> Maybe. No, not really. So um, obviously uh, we could do the take the stock of everything, do the year in review, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but that, the men will probably wander around there uh, sooner or later anyways. But I did uh, find some interesting thoughts that, oh, those do look, mm, I wouldn't say they're, they're wet and drippy and dank, but they do look nice. That's really cool packaging. Like, my camera doesn't do a, a nice justice to it. This thing's covered with crystals and airs and it smells oh, it, amazing. It, it smells actually, really nice. It actually lists out the content too of what's in there. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it really does. Like, how, so how I'm do like, they know? 
I mean, I guess they've blended together, you know, two or three different things, and they've actually. I mean, that's the thing about having it. Oh, done I can see professionally. I could yeah, see that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing about I'm doing sure. it professionally is, I guess they they could probably have even done some sort of a chemical breakdown of this. You know? So, like, so like I would never be like, I'm going to use the spectrogram at the college and just break down my personal blend and let you know what the makeup is. Like, no. Like, see, you've been, like you've been slipping. You've been slipping. Then I know. But here's I here's, here's what we need to do. We need to get ahead of the game and we need to start making non-GMO weed. Right. Oh, we claim, there you go. We claim we claim that everybody else is using GMO weed, and then we just use non-GMO weed. That's right. Ours right? is fertilized with human feces only. Yep. It's the only yep. way to keep it natural. Only way. Yep. <laughs> it's completely recycled. It's a completely closed. <laughs> it's just me and my, the greenest, and my weed plants. The, the, the greenest <laughs> weed company, non-GMO around. <laughs> See, it, it, the, uh, the copy shit. just the copy just writes itself. It, it um, really does. We would sell so much. <laughs> so, <laughs> we could, so we could stop the podcast. We'd be making so much money. Like, well, I, I think we'd just become a weed centric podcast after there that. Go. Right? <laughs> there you go. Anyway, man, I, I hope uh, <laughs> if if you ever want to partake, there you are, Cresco. Check, check it nice. out. Nice. Oh, it's like a little hockey puck. It's it's insane. Um, <laughs> it's very very uh, like that's uh, it's um like a legit. It's it's legitimate. Is what it looks. Oh, yeah. like. Yeah. Well, it looks thing. almost like a cream or something. My wife got yeah. it out of the bag and set it in front of me, and I'm like, "What's this?" Like, my, it's, my skin it's is sealed. my skin is dry. What? <laughs> yeah, like it's really well sealed. You can't smell anything, and then then you take the lid off, and you're like, "Holy hell!" Like, nice. Well, I think I could smell a little bit when I got right up to it, but when she just set it on the table, I'm like, "I have no clue what this is." Like, it's just a a blue hockey puck. Um. Anyway, so we could do the normal year review thing. Well, what would that look like? Uh, well, I don't know, but I've got three things that I I've, I was reading an article about um, okay. the dumpster fire that is 2020. So we can't oh, not, not get out what of this without talking about. So okay. this, is, this is three interesting things. So, so this is a, compiled from like a, a small selection of people writing in and talking about their uh, 2020s. So, oh boy. Um, so we got three thoughts that I thought were good from this. Um, you only really know who you are when everything is taken from you. So that's okay. pretty good. Yeah, right? that's a good I mean, one. That's, I think that happened to more than a few people. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I always say you got to hit bottom, but yep. you know, that, that, that's that more fight club esque versus but this this did happen to a oh, lot yeah. of people a lot of people especially if you were in a metropolitan area um, oh yeah but you probably lost friends and family and jobs um, everything you do we've got relatives uh, who, who've got it right now you know like it's in it, every day you never know you know whether somebody's going to be in, in the hospital deathly ill or, or they're like i'm fine it's just cold i'm, I'm good did your did your routine include stopping at the coffee shop on your way to work well guess what the coffee shop is closed and you work from home now right right figure figure out uh, your life now oh you got to hit the drive through and and so you've lost that whole social atmosphere that you get in the morning before you go to work and Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So another one was a crisis doesn't change people; it amplifies who they already are, and I like that one because that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's a lot what I saw. That's a lot what I saw, especially at work. Um, and then three, the little things are the most important. That's cool. So, yeah. Again, I feel like just spending time with with my family, having more time. Um, you know, and part of that's my boss. You know, cut my hours <laughs> down down to half. Um, but uh, you know, but a lot of that's just working from home. You know, you don't realize. Well, I, I spend a half hour going to work every day. I do a, a half hour lunch at work every day, and then I do a half hour driving home. And you know, before you know it, that's about two two hours worth of time that you could have been, you know, just hanging out with your family. You know, um, so I've definitely valued those additional times. And then uh, I've been shocked at how much money I'm saving by like not eating out or stopping at the gas 
gas station and getting a snack or or just gas it up twice a week because I don't drive anywhere. Um, there you go. But, you know, of course, the flip side of that coin is a lot of people laid off, losing their jobs uh, on unemployment, people who are sick um, with COVID, uh, people who are sick with other things uh, in, in the hospitals are so full that, you know, they can't get in um, or, or they, they get in, but they're so busy with everybody else. Uh, you know, we're, we're seeing a climb in mortality rate from other things. So that normally we'd be able to save you from. Um, but, you know, what, what do you do? Right? Um, so, yeah, but it, it's been a fucking horrible year. I guess. Well, yeah. there's, there's actually two more from here that are also oh, pretty good. Great. Um, Keep going. Always be financially prepared. So that that's a that's a that's a hard lesson that a lot of people don't learn. But this year specifically shows how well how you need to do that. You know, you oh, living, yeah. a lot of people get shit on for living below their means and things like that. And, you know, that's a that's definitely a constant battle slash argument in my household. But if there's yeah. ever going to be a year that ta- taught people, hey, maybe the maybe the newest iPhone can wait and maybe, right. you know, maybe you don't need uh, 40,000 cable TV channels. This would be the one that does it. Right. And uh, the, the yeah. A number one, um, you uh, have no excuse to not be who you want to be. Um, yeah, there, like you, you might as well. If there's one thing you're going to take from 2020, it's a uh, there, uh, you know, there might not be a tomorrow and there really, really might not be a tomorrow in any way you thought of it before, because much like right. we just talked about, about all the businesses closing and people dying and everything else, um, your life could, uh, you know, at a drop of a hat, you know, there is no coffee shop to stop at. There is no job to go to. Right. Uh, all your friends may have passed away. Uh, right. You may, you may or be you can't the see them, right? <laughs> like at the very <laughs> least, right? You may, you may be in the hospital and all that gets taken away from you and you luck out and survive. But uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, right. it's a real thing. I mean, this is all fucking downer for sure, but you know. Well, yeah, and, and again, you could we could try to look at, at the bright side of us. Like, like, is it going to bring us together? I'm, I'm you know, is it's populist? I don't know, right? Um, I, I would hope so. Uh, but you know, we'll see. We've had such horrible leadership, uh, you know, from the top down. I, you know, I hope that this has taught people that, uh, you know, give, giving the middle finger uh, to the country by voting for an idiot for president is, uh, again, in, in in almost four years, would have been no big deal. You know, uh, maybe he would have started some shit, started a war, tried to build a stupid wall. Like, yeah, all that sucks, whatever. Um, but you know, when when we really needed leadership to take care of the country during a horrible pandemic, um, we we just did not have it. Well, don't and, worry, because uh, we're going to see the next four years of what happens when you do the opposite. So right, right, and again, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm looking hoping forward to. I'm looking back. forward to this. Con- I'm looking forward to this conversation in twelve months, where we both go. Fuck. Well, the <laughs> big question for that will be whether or not Trump is poised well so much that, that oh. there will be no going back, right? Oh, stop. Well, stop. no, no, no. no. Uh, hear me out. Guy says uh, COVID isn't real. You know, guy says you don't need to wear a mask. Guy messes with the CDC, doesn't let them say the truth to the American people over and over again. Um, then the vaccine comes out, which which we're rushing and rushing to develop, and he expresses skepticism about it. Of course, now he's going to take it. Now he believes COVID is real. Now he's had COVID, right? Like, well, there um, you go. hell, his brother died from it. But That's he has a great teacher. He, but he hasn't conveyed that, Jason, to his idiot supporters. I don't or, think they would believe them. I don't think they, they would believe them. But he, like, he so now it, I think it, sees the reality of it. But it's too late, like, for, well, for us so, to reach some people, right? Right. But is that is that maybe the point? 
is that they're not going to believe him anyways. So was it really him or was it just them the entire time? No, he started it, right? Like, like I think if you had a country where the CDC was like, hey, this is airborne and we don't want you to panic, but airborne means this shit's going to spread like, like wildfire. And so mm-hmm. we have to do some drastic measures. And then if you had a president who was like, I'm going to wear a mask and I'm canceling all my holiday parties and I'm not, I'm not going to be hanging out with people. I'm not going to be shaking hands. Um, and that sucks, but I'm going to make sacrifices just like the rest of the American people. Instead, you have a president who was, was golfing on, on a Christmas day after he threatened to veto a, a, a support bill that was going to help everybody by giving them all a cash handout. Um, of course, he, he didn't sign that damn bill uh, for no reason. Nothing changed. He just, let's yeah. sign this. Uh, but what just a ridiculous man i just can't again you know the, the first three years of trump were were a laugh you know for the for the most part and in annoying at times frustrating at times certainly uh but but there were no heavy repercussions and now you know this right? so really so it really just sounds like the pandemic fucked everything up then uh, i think so but but again i i can't help but think we'll, de- we will definitely always look back at 2020 and say what if we handled this better if anyone else was in office and like I said, well, we can we get to have this conversation at the end of next year, and it'll be funny because now we're going to see what the what the supposed better response is. And I, I mean, I mean, if any, if anything, this will be yeah. probably the most challenging presidency we've had in a while. Uh, you know, because it's we had a you know a real shit show with the uh, whole economic collapse, and now right. I mean, we've and it's funny because I, it's not funny, but I guess it's really wild because we we actually have a worse situation than we did back then. Yeah. Right. Which is but, yeah, the stock market's doing great. Like, <laughs> well, that's that's because that's all fake. That's right. That's all, it's not. There's no reality there. It's just rich people throwing money around. It's not. It's, it's, a, cas- it's the rest of the economy. You know? It's a casino. It's it's, yep. Uh, yep. it's the original. Let's put it this way: the stock market is the original Bitcoin. Yeah, it really is. Which it is, really is. Which I think is why all the financial people hate Bitcoin so much is that they <laughs> it, they, they don't want their monopoly. <laughs> well, they, well, they don't want their monopoly on funny oh. money. Yeah. Right. No, dude. No doubt, man. No doubt. And B- Bitcoin's up massive by the way so. of course uh sadly I, I sold mine earlier this year hey that's okay uh, you can, hey pay, paypal's been sending me emails you can get in right now through paypal before the end of the year before they start charging so now's the time through paypal you can get your coin but you don't understand jason i, I had like 60 dollars invested that was worth like 350 or something hey hey but, don't don't uh, worry when it first started <laughs> off i was going to put 200 dollars in and i realized if i had oh sold, my God. if i had sold uh, when it, if i had sold from my original investment to when it was at a high mark yeah, yeah i i I got a little misty-eyed about that. Jesus. Real misty-eyed. Because <laughs> I, I had, I even, I had everything set up. I was going to get my wallet and everything else, and I yeah. was just on the cusp of it. And at the last minute, I was like, "And I don't know if I can commit two hundred dollars to that." Right. So I, just, I decided. Like I decided. Right. I decided then, I wouldn't take the risk. You know, we. Right. You know, it's, yeah. Yep. And yet, Oops. there's all these people, uh, especially young people, who Oops. went in hard and it paid off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I could have yeah. made an ass ton of money on that, but I get that. Hey, I could have made an ass ton of money on Tesla if I bought in there earlier this year. Whenever they're they're crumbled and I said we should throw a thousand dollars in on that and now it's up like <laughs> god I think it's up over a thousand percent or something ridiculous because it was like 60 or 70 bucks at one at the low point this year when I was like dude let's get in let's get in when it hits 70 and uh yep. and we didn't and now I think it's seven over seven hundred dollars so <laughs> oh 2020 the year of fuckery <laughs> how dare you 2020 you bastard uh, uh, I'm gonna miss her <laughs> No. <laughs> no. 
Not at all. What but anyways. <laughs> oh, shit. No, no. Well, and I like your thing about being financially prepared. I would like to caveat that a little bit and say that I think we're pretty lucky, you know, because because it, I think it's easy for us to say that um, because we're we're a little bit better off than some people. Um, you know, I was listening oh, I to. Got, um, fuck, I got furloughed. I don't know what you're no, talking no, about. No, no, no. <laughs> I totally get that. But, but you know, both of us, uh, I mean, not me so much, but, but my family, my wife and I together make enough money that we can put some aside. Yeah. Um, versus I was listening to um, a podcast where they were interviewing a woman who was, you know, she got laid off from both her jobs. Oh. She lives in the, the inner city. She has three kids. She's a single mom. Dirty, dirty, dirty. And, and you're like, like, of course, of course, like that sucks. It's already hard to be a single mom and then to lose your job, right? And yeah. so she she's living in an apartment. So, you know, we have houses, right? Um, and there were some things done to help with mortgages. And there were some things done to prevent evictions from rentals. And yeah. that helped her a lot. But she's still like at the end of the day, I still have to come up with all this money that I don't have. Like I'm going to get evicted. So I don't know what's going to happen. Um, and I'm like, dude, right? Because because here, here's a lady who was working probably two minimum wage gigs. Like like one is a teacher's aide and one like like at a Target or something. Uh, probably not a Target because Target would actually probably have been better um, and barely able to afford her rent You know when times were good. Yeah. And so it's, you know, if you can, I mean, the, the point stands. If you can, you know, set some money aside because you never know what's going to happen, right? Um, but, you know, the, it's also important that we acknowledge that that's not possible for everyone. And, um, and you know, that's that's probably another conversation that I think at the end of this, it, when, as things stabilize, we need to figure out because well, no yeah. one should have to work two minimum wage jobs to afford a two bedroom apartment and, and raise three kids by ourselves. Well, there, there, there's, right? your, there's your thing, though, and not to be a cruel son of a bitch, but don't have kids. Well, yeah. And, and, and maybe we need to reevaluate that. Right. Um, I, I think we have some real issues in this country with with birth control and, and fears about abortion. And um, no, I, I just think people need to realize that kids, kids are, are expensive. super expensive. Incredibly and expensive. Right? Well, well, most people can have kids. Probably most people shouldn't because they don't have a support system and they can't afford it and everything else. Right, and it's right. like and I, I'm, I'm sorry, but there, there's no surprise on how kids have it. I, 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 right. I don't I never buy the well, we need more education about birth control. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure everybody understands how no, probably, man, we, we need you'd we be need shocked, buddy. Stop. You would be shocked. The, 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 um, the whole education thing needs to stop with the what or the tone of this. Oh, it's just a lack of education. No, it's a lack of availability. That's what needs to happen. Stop. Well, I'm saying uh, people don't understand how kids are born. They need to stop making it. It's not really difficult to get birth control. But what we don't do is we don't explain to people how and where and why and then make it easier and more available. Like, right. I don't I mean, I remember going to Planned Parenthood with a girlfriend. And Me too. Many it was, times. It was a little weird. It was a little weird, but it was far enough along where I don't think it had the stigma that it did before. But I can't imagine, you know, that was like 30 fucking years ago. So they're, it, right. it's, it's all over now. And the only people that think there's something there are people that are just fucking dumb and, you know, or yeah. haven't had to be there in a while and are remembering back to their childhood like I am. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that but that's the thing is like you can get birth control. I mean, it, it's right. Well, Obamacare made it free. Every, so. Everything is fuck. It was free back when I was a kid, too. Well, well, hang on. So Planned Parenthood. <laughs> So this is, again, a good reason to support Planned Parenthood, regardless of your stance on abortion. Planned Correct. Parenthood has been giving out free birth control and free assistance to impoverished and, and young women for 
decades. And so yeah, you're right. When, when, when we were going to Planned Parenthood with girls when we were in our when our teens and 20s, um, you know, they, they most of the time those girls will be getting that stuff for free or incredibly cheap. I right. think I threw in $20 one time to, to help a girlfriend get her birth control. Like, yeah. But versus over the counter back then, that would have been like $100 for, you know, a, whole, a month's worth of supply. So Obamacare changed that for everyone and said, no, 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 everybody gets it for free. But back in the day, like Planned, Parenthood, Planned Parenthood was giving shit away for super cheap or free to impoverished and, and, and poor young girls. No. Now, before, um, before you get to your next point, where I'm sure is the... The Republicans fucked that up. So here's the one thing that I always <laughs> I always find funny, and, and I, I make that joke, but I'm probably right. But here here's the thing. So this is what I've never understood. So yeah, you have a group of politically right sided or whatever. You got these people that are banging on about, well, you know, abortion is evil, and we can't have this, and blah blah blah. We need to shut down parent Planned Parenthood, right? But yet uh, these are the same people that are complaining about the welfare state. I and know. Everything else. I know. And it's so, like, so they well, need that. Yeah, you're, you're, Republicans don't make any sense, you're, Jason. That's your why. Solution, like, your solution is already there you're just right so worried right. about one part of it it's like it's oh, you yeah. know if, if you really cared i mean if you really were worried about the money if you actually you would, gave a shit <laughs> you, would, you would be basically saying like no go get an abortion go get your free birth control we don't want right. any more we don't want any more kids that the state has to support i don't want a welfare state so we need to control yes. the population yes. and control birth control well I, i've been saying it for for years and people often tell me i'm hitler whenever i say things like this and that's fine in fact but you hitler, know hitler didn't want to kill that Babies. Well, exactly. Didn't want to kill and babies. I, he wanted to kill adults. Know, exactly. Totally different. The communists right? like killing um, babies. There's so, a difference there. But, right. <laughs> but I've, I've been saying that we should put birth control in the water. That like I want everybody oh. to have to take birth control and they are making ubiquitous. Like I'm sorry, you you have to take it and you have to take it yeah, until you're of a certain age. You have to take it until you are have a certain amount of income. And I want you to have to pass a fucking test. And if you can't, then you're on the birth control. Now, everybody has the opportunity to get off it. You just have to, like Jason was saying earlier, be financially stable and not be a complete fucking idiot. Now, this gal from the podcast, I think her husband unexpectedly left her. They got a divorce. He stopped paying child support. Like, there's all sorts of fucking issues. And look, shit's and still going to happen. And shit's still well, going to happen, right? And like, there's, there's another thing then, too, is that if – I mean, the the inability for the courts and the justice system not to find these guys and fucking take them for all their worth. And this, this, and, this right. and this is the thing that cracks me up. Like, I've worked with a ton of people who were being basically bent over and raped by states right. for money. I, I knew a guy who... He worked all the overtime he could. He drove the worst beater he possibly could, lived in like a two-bedroom apartment or two-room apartment, and he yeah. still wasn't making enough to cover everything. Like there right. were times where he would not eat because he only had enough money to get gas to come to work, to work the hours, to pay for all the money that he owed multiple women for kids. And that's that's and I'm not making I'm not saying I'm not saying that needs to change. That's his fault. Well, right. right. He, he should have like, been more careful, he, right? But he shouldn't have continued. I mean, let's let's put it this way. After the first set of garnishments that he got, he should have went, well, you know, maybe I need to rethink what I'm doing in my personal life. But no, right. he just decided to keep going and ended up, I think, I think it was like, I think he was paying three different sets. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's, so that's so impossible. And, and, and here's, here's the thing. And this is the point that I want to make with this is that it's really easy for everybody to be like, well, the woman just needs to stop. It's her fault. Well, you know what? It isn't, just, it, right? it, isn't just, it isn't just the lady. Right. It's also the guys. Guys are doing just the stupid, dumbass shit. 
And what's worse right. is like, think about it this way. You're this one guy. You're doing all that kind of craziness. These women that he's supporting and the, the child, children that he's supporting, it's not like they can go get jobs either because they're stuck on, you know, part-time jobs or whatever they can. They've got yeah. a kid to take care of. Supporting and the kid their, and, and, and their money. Child care is expensive, you know, when yeah. you're a single but I mean, parent. I mean, there, there is automatic garnishments where the money just comes out of your check ahead of time and you're not actually paying it. But that's not every case all the time. Sometimes, you know, right. if you're if you're stuck waiting for a payment, you have to wait. Um, that happened um, to another person I knew where they were they were living out of state from their husband. Yeah. And it was like pulling teeth to get the money uh, because he just because he just didn't want to pay. But anyway, so he he, he just didn't pay. And yeah, uh, it was like it was like pulling teeth. Um, and they did just, nobody, you know, tried to use the courts. <laughs> anyway, you're, you're not wrong. I don't know how we got on this tangent, but, um, uh, because, because certainly that's the case. I wonder if the answer isn't, you know, reversible vasectomies in Australia, they did, uh, God, this was like five, 10 years ago. They did, they started doing regular reversible vasectomies. Um, and they were kind of marketing as, uh, you know, when, when you're a young man, you know, you get this surgery and all it does is puts in a little stopper valve and they literally give you a little remote control for it and they're like when you're ready you press this button and the valve permanently opens and your vasectomy is is undone like it's literally like a, a little valve that they put inside you and it prevents yeah, you from but, have babies um, but and, most most vasectomies are reversible under a but, certain wait, timeline you gotta yeah, yeah. But, this, but this was a remote <laughs> control like like so you didn't have to go back in and have another surgery they're like yeah man when when you're ready uh you know when, when you go from being 16 to well now i'm 25 and i'm settled down and i got a wife and i'm I'm ready. We're ready. You just hit the button. Just go get this little remote control out. You hit the button, and you're good. And and here in the states, I bet we'd be like, oh my god, I can't believe that. I'm like, this is that's guaranteed no babies. Like that's what that is. Guaranteed no babies to well, come India, back to normal in a push of a button. India's got you beat. About five years ago, I think it was maybe ten years ago, they had found a um, basically it was it was weird. It was some sort of like industrial glue thing. <laughs> what? And and I can't. I don't know. I'm, can't make up. <laughs> Basically, what it was is they mixed this stuff up. They would go through and squirt some into your vast furnace, and it would oh, basically shit. it would seal it off, right? You're shitting me. So then, you know, that's it. No, no more, no more semen. But the wild thing was is if you wanted to reverse it, they would go in with another chemical, like squirt it in, yeah, squirt it in, and then you would pass it, and you'd be back to normal. So no, Holy fuck. no, like think about it. That's just a syringe. That's no surgery at all. That's no crazy. cutting. No that's installation. No, no installation of a uh, remote control any of that fucking shit because well, batteries, batteries die. I mean, that's let's be honest. Crazy. Well, they do. Yeah. They do. Dude, yeah, that's so, insane. So they um, were pushing, they were, they were really pushing on that to get it through because obviously, you know, India is one of those places that has a population issue. So they were trying right. to make that, uh, you know, well, and, yeah, and that's worth mentioning too, because so while we might have issues because of poverty or, or like you said, you know, tougher access to birth control, people not understanding that they can get it for free, um, you know, what, whatever it is, uh, all sorts of uh, maybe, maybe they're educational issues, maybe they're, they used to be financial issues, who knows, right? Um, or even just distrust of, of the government in general, but which certain populations have, and for good reason, right? Um, other nations like India have it for re religious reasons or even patriarchal reasons, right? Um, 
Um, mm-hmm. I, I was watching a guy get interviewed. Um, and God, I don't even remember what show this was. It might have been a Morgan Spurlock, a bunch of documentaries back in the day. He was doing like an hour long docs on different things. I think he did one on, on birth control. And they went to India and they're interviewing this family. And uh, the woman's like, I mean, yeah, I think, you know, 12 kids is plenty. This is more than enough. But they interview the guy and they had all girls, Jason. And he's like, we're going to keep going until we have a boy. <laughs> and you're just like, fuck. Like in that patriarchal bullshit, he stop. Like, it's that's gotta stop. So these these other countries, I mean, first, do we have issues with the patriarchy? Sure, but ours are much more ideological than I'm gonna keep having babies until we have a boy. Like that that shit has to stop. Um, and it's that that leads to massive overpopulation uh, because because if you end up having ten kids uh, in, until you stop because you're determined to have the one sex over the other, it's just it's just so fucked up and backwards. Like in in the 21st century, there should be no countries on, on the earth that are still having that kind of practice and i get it it's 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 ideological on their end too and it's not something easy to overcome right but we have to educate we have to get past this um it is a world um and, and again you know do we have issues here in the states sure sure we do but you know when you brought up india that's a huge one they have a massive issue with overpopulation um and then you know we look at china and they have um they have almost the opposite problem right where where they tried to limit their their babies uh and repopulation massively that did lead to horrible things with women right that led to you know infanticide of young young baby girls or or um, selling uh, young baby girls or just abandoning them um, horrible horrible but it's also led to a massive spike in in uh, a male population to the point where there's there's so many more young men in China than there are young women that that you're a guaranteed bachelor there is no you're never gonna find a wife it's just never gonna happen like, like can you fucking imagine <laughs> like oh shit oh dude man I'm I'm off school right now there's no excuse for me not figuring it out besides cyberpunk it's so hard not to play cyberpunk jason great so transition hard. great transition <laughs> uh some for you know in the game i'm out in the badlands which is like the lowland desert yeah and yeah. i'm looking back towards the city and it's like pre-dawn and out across this desert i can see the beginnings of highways and i'm watching the taillights and headlights as people are coming in and out of the city Shit. and the, the lights twinkling on the horizon i'm like holy fuck this is like a world realized and there's you it know really flying is. through the air it's it's crazy it's yes it is buggy uh random shit happens like sure, I, was, sure. I was walking through part of that city and a dump truck jumped a barrier off of a flying on ramp exploded midair and fell to the ground now hang on inexplicably that there's no there's no reason why it happened that's almost awesome like like guy falls asleep at the wheel jumps the curb as long as he doesn't explode midair that could be a real world experience right yes i I guess that would happen now Um, it's probably a bug you're probably totally right like but but that wouldn't be that game breaking to me i'd be like well shit some some asshole fell asleep at the wheel and yeah i've been hit by cars crossing the street (laughs) dude now i wonder if that's not legit like if that's not on purpose because i got hit by a car the other day and uh well, you're supposed to follow the rules. You got well, when, when the what walk I'm saying. Says walk, you walk. Like I was like, I'm gonna, ch- I'm gonna go get this fucker over here and stop this crime from happening. And I got hit. Like, and, and yeah, I think I should have looked both ways. And I'm being an idiot, but I'm so used to AI that is like that just looks at me as godlike and avoids me at, at all all points, right? <laughs> like, like I'm used to GTA, right? And, and again, I'm probably right. thinking like three or four versus whatever fucking number we're on now, like seven or something, because I'm old and I haven't played video games in a long time. Um, but um, where when you walk down to the street, everybody sat on the brakes, you know, um, and then went around you and avoided you, right? Uh, but not in Cyberpunk. 
<laughs> you got to watch the fuck out. Um, or uh, now I know a lot of people are complaining that when you park your car, the other cars in the game, while they honk their horns and shit, they don't just go around you. Correct. They do not. And, and yeah, I get it. But I mean, maybe that's a flaw in the fact that we shouldn't be we shouldn't have to park on the road. Yeah. But we're so used to games like GTA where you can just park wherever. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, right. And so which look, the game doesn't exactly have a bunch of parking spots for us either. So, again, you know, you kind of have to jump the curb and park. But if you want to get around that bug, guys, jump the curb and, and park on, on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do, do you risk hitting pedestrians? Yes, you do. <laughs> but, but then the cars go around it. <laughs> Ah, oh, fuck. Anyway, so um, I think you nailed it. Your opening description just nailed it, right? It, it really, when it's on, it really does feel like a second world. Um, and, uh, you know, set in the future in, in a cyberpunk world uh, that, that, like we've said before, is, is is very sci-fi. It's very much a genre that we're into. And so, you know, t- take our review, I guess, with, with that caveat that, you know, we're clearly enjoying it, uh, but we're also yeah. kind of sci-fi nerds. We're kind of Netrunner nerds already. Um, oh, God, it's, 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 it's on all the all the stuff that I like. There's same, same. Okay, um, I mean it, it, it's uh, it's Gibson. It's uh, fuck. It's what's, everything. What's it's that the, guy who you turned me on to? Who I love now. He's one of my favorites. Stevenson. Guys. Stevenson. Fucking amazing. Like it reminds me so much of him. I know a lot of people would go like, "Well, it's Blade Runner. It's uh, you know, it's Philip K. Dick." And sure, yeah, it's all that too, right? So it takes all that kind of cyberpunk, futuristic, grungy, um, like dystopian future, and and really makes it real. And and whereas, like you said, Fallout, the Fallout series is like post nuclear holocaust. And, and most of the areas are are completely destroyed. You know, it's it's apocalyptic, right? Which is great. It's, it's that's a great genre too. This is a living, breathing city. Like like the collapse has happened, but but it's not complete, right? Like here's a city that still has electricity, advanced technology, and and it's still running. And yeah, there's the wastelands out there, the badlands are out there, uh, but but here's a still functioning, living, breathing city. Um, and I, I just don't think we've had that before in an open world game like this. Um, like it, it reminds me of Deus Ex, but that's so on the rails for the most part compared to this um and flaws peeking at what they what they did pull off um and, and i get it it's, it took a long time but ga- video games take a long time to make I and mean, that's just a reality you know if you want something good you're gonna have to put in a lot of time and effort and they wanted something unique and and different and i'm not saying the cd project red didn't make any any, any mistakes i think they probably overpromised, oh, yeah. and that was probably their, their biggest mistake right um and and i think they did that because they're visionaries and, and they do want to do those things and and if we give them a chance uh we'll continue to get updates and DLC and and that we will get some of those things, right? Um, and just like they're fixing so many of the bugs. Um, it's, it's speaking, speaking of bugs, like, look, there are there are legit bugs and then there are just normal bugs. So, so you know, you talked about the the truck flying off the freeway and exploding in the midair. Yeah, that's a, that's a glitch. That's a bug, right? Um, I've, had, I've had a woman who was standing on like a countertop and she's clearly supposed to be behind the counter uh, like selling me shit. And yeah, um, does that take me out of immersion? I fucking guess, but um, it doesn't to me that doesn't break the game um, versus I, I can remember glitches in Fallout where like I couldn't talk to the character I needed to for some glitchy reason and so I couldn't advance the, the quest and I'm like well this fucking blows <laughs> like and and then what do you do like the, they weren't gonna patch that shit like that shit's done like that quest is lost to me and it's a side quest and it's not the end of the world but I will never be able to complete that one because the game glitched on me like you're always gonna have that kind of shit right Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, there's, the a lot of, there's a lot of freaking parts going on. Right, right. That, that just happens, right? Um, but the difference today is that they could patch this shit, and they are patching this shit. Um, I guess there was an issue on PC where uh, once you had a, a certain uh, save file size, it um, crashed out. It, it crashed and corrupted, and you might lose your whole save. Um, and and that, that happened shit. to me. Yeah, right. that happened to me for uh, uh, Fallout right. 3. Well, it was corrupted. That happened to me for Fallout 3. <laughs> And <laughs> start over, right? Mm-hmm. Um, see, fuck. But but they've since patched that for uh, Cyberpunk, and now that shouldn't be happening anymore. Um, and then it didn't happen to me. And if it had, I would be pissed. And I, I totally get that. Um, but again, you're going to run into these issues. And I think Gen Z needs to cut, cut CD Projekt Red a little bit of slack here and say, you know, you, your games are, are never going to be perfect. Hell, we were bitching before the show. Windows 10 is fucking up my USB shit. How long has Windows 10 been out? Two years? Like, <laughs> like you're going to have that shit. And is it annoying? Yeah, it's fucking annoying. Um, and, and sometimes you can find ways to fix it. Um, uh, s- some of the issues that I'm running into uh, are UI issues. And I've heard a lot of people complain about this, that you know, I go into my inventory menu and I want to see, all right, what gun is the best gun? And you know, it, it gives you a, a green up arrow if it's a better than the one that you've got equipped. But you know, I might be like, well, I want to dismantle some of these. Um, you know, which ones are worth good money? Well, it doesn't always pop up what it's worth and what the DPS is. And, and so I'm just kind of gambling. Yeah. So the diff- there's different ways to look at your equipment, and then you you get different. Like I know if you uh, if you if you're looking, yeah, shit, I can't think of which menu it is, but it'll tell you. It'll actually tell you like if you break it apart, what you get for pieces. Ah, oh, man. But but then it doesn't show like how powerful the gun is or what it would be possibly worth to sell it. So you, stuff like that is weird. Right. And and again, I think that's that's probably a glitch. I mean, what what would you well, focus I, on first? I, you would probably focus on I want the graphics to look good i want the environment no. to look good i want the gameplay to fucking work what, what comes last well how about my inventory ui design that probably was not at the top of the list right i, I mean I, I mean i i don't let's put it this way um in the what i've played out of it so far i don't know why anyone's complaining about the graphics on a the oh, xbox you know. one because i'm playing on the oldest hardware and it looks phenomenal i mean right. it is it is what it is um i don't think the gameplay is particularly glitchy um yeah i haven't ran into anything things things that are weird is if you're moving quickly and you cross like a section of the town and it's trying to save at the same time, it tends to choke. So that kind of stinks. Um, yeah, that's so because, fun. Because you never know what's going to happen. And I actually have had, since the, since the last update, I've had a crash or two when that happens. Oh, that but sucks. The, but the thing is, is that I jump back in and I go right back to where it was because it was during a save. So oh, that's, just, that's just some, that's some code cleanup. And, you know, I mean, yeah, it sucks because it takes a while to load back in, but whatever. I mean, it's right. It's annoying, but it, it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't once, completely break the game, right? But once, once again, considering just you know, like, and it, it tends to if it does happen, it tends to happen in the most like urban environments, like where there's massive skyscrapers going up in the air, and there's shit flying through the air, and there's more people in cars than in any other section. It's like that's a lot. And that's right. probably that's probably hardware choking. No, and, yeah, you know, hey, whatever. I guess I'll just walk everywhere instead of run. But uh, you know, stuff like that. I I know there's like been talks about the AI being stupid, and and I don't know because like I've I haven't encountered it. But then maybe I don't have the equipment that can break the AI yet. Like I've never. So one of the weird things is like suppressors don't yeah. seem to work like they do in other video games. They seem to work like they would in real life, where it knocks down the sound. But like like I was I was infiltrating uh, someplace to get 
get something and there was a camera. Yeah, and, no spoilers. No spoilers. I and, went I, I could, <laughs> and like I, I could hack the camera to turn it off, but I yeah. wanted more time. So my I thought, well, shit, I'll just attach a suppressor to one of my pistols and I'll shoot the camera. It's still loud enough and it triggered all the guards and I died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spectacularly. Because, so, you know, suppressors don't make it completely silent. Like, right. right. So, like, I love that. But you, I bet some gamers are going, like, the suppressor doesn't work at all. It's broken. It's broken. Right? You're like, well, or is it just realistic? And maybe it is broken. I don't know what they were trying to do with it, you know? But so, and, and then that's the thing is at the same time, I wonder, like, on like a long range weapon, would it change it? You know? I, mean, I would hope so. I, I, I would assume that just like the AI kind of puts off, uh, it seems like the AI has kind of a cone of vision, right? We can see that. Oh, and, and then, it's not. It's and that's the thing is it's not three dimensional. It's plain. It's planar because you can it? you can be above them. Oh yeah, but not them, always. Not always. Yeah. I've had him pitch me about before. It's, it's like weird. It's like it's like a story. So the like the cone is like a ten feet you know yeah. ten foot diameter cone, and if you're like above that, they don't tend to see you. Yeah, I you know what I love that. I love that, and I've had him look up and, and find me before um, when, when I'm like trying to hack somebody from uh, from above them, and uh, they they seem to be much more observant from above than below. Which I guess oh, yeah. is true because Ooh. because in reality yeah. you'd be you, looking down. You sense. honestly spend most of your vision looking down. Right. You don't spend much time looking up anywhere. It totally makes sense. I think I made some noise or something. That's why you looked up at me. But, um, but oh yeah, so that's, again, that's, that's, the, the, that's the other thing too. Is there's so much shit that you can knock stuff over and not even so know you're knocking stuff over. <laughs> like I move a little bit. And, you and, knocked oh, over there a piece. There. Like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but but I, obviously there there's a certain audio like bubble. So like it's you can almost like see it on on the map that like well if i'm so close to them and i make a noise they're going to hear me and i love that so i I would hope that with a long-range suppressor you you would be able to maybe get away with that kind of stuff um but as soon as they find a dead body they're going to freak out and they go on alert but just like in other games you can go and hide the body um yeah so uh this this makes me think of a a scene that i loved so um, like you said i don't know if you said it out here before but there's a bunch of like random side quests and um i took one to like i guess i didn't even take one it was just like a police report there's a robbery going on and, and I went to check it out and I went to check it out and uh, I was just like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to do this. And I got committed to it. And the first four times I tried to do it, I went in like running and gunning and like, or just tried to pick guys off with my gun um, or even with my katana. Cause fuck, I love, I fucking love the sword play. Oh my how God. They, it's crazy how well they got it. It's so good. It's so, I mean, it, I mean, I will say I, it's great. Oh, I love it. God. I will say the computer sucks using weapons in melee. Yeah. It's, it's not very good. Uh, but like, there's a, there's another side quest where you, you, you're doing fighting, you know, dude, I can't wait to do that one. Oh my God. Yeah. You better be real fucking good at it. I've been practicing. I've like, I've, I've got my dodge down and my blast's pretty good. And, um, Oh yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah I, can't, I can't wait. Cause, cause I, I'm sure it's difficult. Um, and, and I'm sure that when they've programmed that specific fighter to specifically fight like that, that he's probably better than the random thug on the street. But I think so. Anyway, I, so so I'm trying to take down these guys, and they, there are four or five of them. And again, I, I went at it four times, and for no fucking reason. Like, they're probably way higher level than me. I'm just starting out, and I'm just being a dumbass. And I'm like, I, I just want to do this. I want to do this. So I save it right before I go into it because, you know, I'm not an idiot. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, this is a good chance. Like, I could only see two of them the first time I started. So I'm like, yeah, I can take out two of them. No, they were like five. I'm like, I'm an idiot. Um, and so I died like four times. The fifth time, I snuck up on each of them, distracted each of them, and took them down non-lethal mm. and it was amazing like and uh, approaching that that fight um 
with, with my traditional, I'm just going to go in there guns blazing. Um, it, I thought for sure I'd be able to take them, but they were higher level than me. But I could outsmart them by sneaking around, by by hacking things and distracting them, by hacking them and blowing out their optics and are wiping their memory, all sorts of random shit, and just take them out one at one at a time. Um, and that was incredibly gratifying because I think at the level that I'm like level three or something at this point, like at that level, I shouldn't have probably been able to take them all out. But if you if you played it really smart and, and maybe got a little bit of luck thrown in there, you could do it. Um, and for me, that was that was a game changing moment. And that wasn't even part of the main story, you know, but just realizing that, you know, I need to approach every situation in this game a little bit differently. You know, in, in some of the main quests, there's no way you're going to pull off stealth. It's just not going to fucking happen. But in, in some of this stuff, that might be the only way to do it at your current level, you know? Yeah. Yep. I, that's one of the neat things is you, well, I mean, it's an open world, so you can do whatever you want. And, right. you know, the, the, the game gates you initially, which is probably good. And then pretty much once the gate's gone, yeah, you can fucking die in spectacular ways and not even realize it, which you just, you know, stepped into, which is, you know, also fun because I guess that's sort of the, the way it should be. Um, right. you know, you don't, you know, if you wouldn't really know, but, uh, there, there are gang territories you should not be in. <laughs> there, there's, there's so much like hidden shit, you know, just like randomly, like, have you, have you run into, uh, guys under the overpass? panhandling i don't think so no yeah it's just like a random random thing that's awesome you're walking down a sidewalk and someone's there and they hit you up for some money oh, um, dude. and like just walking around like you can the, the conversations are hilarious like you can just oh, accidentally yeah. walk into people talking about stuff and it's funny um i, I keep thinking that that's going to be part of a quest and uh and I, I haven't seen that happen yet but i have seen things where like reading an email triggers a, a part of a quest so i'm still it's still encouraging me to explore and to take oh, in yeah. every around me because you never know right yep. um when, when you're going to get a hint or you talk with with a, what seems to be a random person and come to find out that actually that was that was a quest starter of, of some kind um yeah i did that they i stopped there was a, a food vendor yeah and i stopped and talked to them and there, there was a little talk bubble thing so oh, yeah it, yeah it was bigger than like a regular one but i went through the conversation tree instead of just asking what you had to sell and i ended up with a side quest dude i love that shit i yep. love that shit uh, because to, to me, that really makes the world feel real. Um, and I know some people are complaining. Again, I think this is Gen Z having unrealistic expectations. And maybe that's because Project Red, you know, set those expectations. That's very, well, very likely. They, but they, had, you, they, had, they, they took eight years to hype it up. So right, I mean, right. We, we got to give we got to give some give some blame where the blame belongs. You, you <laughs> fucked around for eight years about this thing, and then you know it shouldn't be a big surprise that people are like, well, fuck, this doesn't exactly match everything you told us. Right, <laughs> but you know. Again, I would put that probably on marketing or or the founder CEOs being, you know, uh, having high hopes and, and huge expectations that they're just not there's no way they're going to follow through on uh, unless they take yeah. even more time. Right. Um, but, you know, games take a long time to develop. And when we talked about that on here before, that yeah. it's, it's not that crazy to have a game that takes takes almost a decade to, to make. Um, Rarely do they ever come out. That's the crazy thing. Right. <laughs> a lot of times that, you know, they fold. They, they don't mm -hmm. they don't make it. Um, anyway. Um, um, but yeah, so I, I know that the you know people are like, well, I want all the AI to be able to have conversations with me and be able to develop relationships with me, and I'm like, yeah, man, but that's probably not a realistic thing. Like, like find the me a game. That, the fact that, that most of the, <laughs> the fact that most of the random people in the world have fucking names, right? I mean, and then we'll we'll talk to you if you try to talk to them. They'll probably just tell you to fuck off. But <laughs> but then it's 
isn't that what the real world's like? like? I guess. Like if if you walk up to some stranger on the street and try to start a conversation with them, a, a good percentage of people are going to blow you off. Like, well, and, and there's there's the other thing too. It's like I, once again I, I go back to the Fallout Three uh, comparison. You know that was a nuclear war annihilated wasteland, right? So the only place you saw people were in cities, and everything else is bad guys trying to kill you, right? And there'd and be in, like ten people in that city, yeah, right? And, and then in this game, the entire city's filled with cars and people, and there's some bad guys here or there and it, it just i mean i think it's easy for people to be like well this is broken it's like but if you've never played like all those most open world games aside from like grand theft auto are just wastelands where there's nothing there like red dead redemption 2 i mean it's it's yeah. the old west right so there's people right. in the towns and, and there's nothing. Random encounters. Like, like that's it right so it's, it's real easy to spend a lot of processing power on you know the way things look and the way things act because you're not really doing much of anything else i i'll point right. out to triple triple a games like call of duty and i think you and i were talking about that and like a, a random call of duty game like the last one i think i played was infinite warfare i mean it looks better it feels better it plays better than right. fall and plays better than cyberpunk but the, the problem is, is that they're one-shot environments mm-hmm. All even rails, even, like, even even the cities of you know those games you're not talking to anybody i mean you can walk up and hear them talk right. but you're still you're still going along a predefined path yep. uh the bad guys are still popping out of monster closets and it's um, still throw grenades and shoot your gun like it's i mean not, there aren't any know, other options like <laughs> you, get, you get into these giant pitched <clears throat> scripted battles where at some point you pretty much just have to either be really good or get killed or just rush far enough ahead that your ai teammates mop up and mow down the people that were killing the bad guys that were killing you that you couldn't shoot but they could somehow shoot you and kill you with headshots over and over again so it's like <laughs> it's it's still the same broken ai right. routines that, that was always had. broken to me I, I always hated that about the the solo stories in Call of Duty you get, that you get, sometimes you get I'd be stuck and I can't get out. Yeah, but, oh, but my just AI run. guys are just murdering everybody. Yeah, you just you have just to gotta run, run ahead it. enough to trigger the next part of it. And, and I'm like, no, no well, rhyme or reason. <laughs> you know, you're, you're spending time sneaking around for cover to try and get around it, and then all of a sudden the you know the four bad guys that have the upper hand position they all throw grenades at once and kill you because you were about to sneak behind them and kill them because right. they didn't want you to do that. Right. <laughs> but there's no rhyme or reason. Yeah. So I mean, like that comparison also doesn't work. Was it the Vietnam one? There was one where I was fighting in the jungle back in the day and that was exactly it like it was like an infinite spawn loop of enemies and i'm like well i'm just gonna pick them off you know one at a time because that's my style and then once i've thinned them out i'll advance well you never thinned them out right they just and they just kept coming yeah, and they get more and more accurate yep and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> you're exactly right i just had to rush through that part and get to the next scene. And that yep. was the goal. And I'm like, so clearly they're developing that game for someone not me, like someone who's not like me. Like that game is about running through shit and, and running and gunning and killing as many things as, as you can as quickly as possible. I mean, um, I think the problem is that there's a, there's a pace to those games. And if you don't know the pace, then yeah. it's it becomes frustrating. I move very slow, right? Um, hell, I, I can remember playing uh, Halo uh, 3, I think it was, where you could do the co-op. And uh, I'd be, you know, I'd be taking it nice and slow. And the buddy I'm playing with is like trying to rush forward and i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa like ace there i know there's a big spawn right here get ready like <laughs> but yeah so everybody has a different play style and what's neat then about cyberpunk compared to you know like call of duty is that you can have that other play style and it works yeah Versus in call of duty there's one there's one play style and that's all you got like and of course we're not talking about multiplayer of course of course like there are different ways to do multiplayer because you're playing against different humans yada yada yada, yada. and I, I guess maybe that's the most stunning thing about this game and probably the most telling thing about video games in general is that when's the last time a giant massive single player experience 
came to be. I mean, like, aside from, I mean, even Red Dead Redemption Two, has, like, uh, <laughs> and, and, and even Red Dead Redemption Two has an online mode, and even uh, uh, GTA has online modes and everything oh, else. Yeah. I mean, this this is a singular, single player experience. It's a story. It's an open. I mean, there is a story. I mean, you can yeah. you can take a break from it. Like, I, I I honestly, I pretty much cleared out like pretty much the first section of all like random encounters and everything else before I went on with the story. That's and awesome. <laughs> my, my my thought process was well. I'll level up and I'll get some money and I'll get some things and I'll grind away. Yeah. And you know, maybe this will make things honestly, there's no real way to make like, it easy. <laughs> you, you would think you would think that would be helpful. And I mean, it is in certain aspects of it. It gives yeah. you an advantage, but it doesn't, I mean, cause the, the like everything is scaled. So like once the whole thing opens up, yeah, then it becomes levels of bad guys. Fuck. <laughs> you know, it's it's like you'll you'll face enemies that you shouldn't be fucking with because you need to be like following along with the storyline because that's the yeah. thing. Like no matter how much side shit you do, and it it does. I mean, the the experience stacks up. You know, it, yeah. it really does. But you only get the big big experiences and attribute things and things like that by doing story things. So you have to do the story to get leveled up to face the bigger guys. I mean, you can you can fucking cowboy it and you can make shit happen that you shouldn't be able to because I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, but it, it takes like it takes a lot of planning and a lot of dying to figure out how to break certain parts of the game that you just shouldn't be able to pass. Um, I think that was my example earlier because I think I just yeah. got into Night City <clears throat> and like I was supposed to go to my apartment or something and I was like, mm, I'm gonna go over here and fuck with these guys. <laughs> like, and I was not not ready to do that <laughs> yeah. at all. So I mean, that's and that's but that's also kind of the cool thing too is that you know you can sneak around those kind of requirements. It just takes a lot of planning and whatnot. So it's fun too because you get access to things, you know, that are like you probably shouldn't have access to. You know, right. there's well, a couple there's a couple there's there's a there's a shitload of free equipment that's way better than anything you can buy. You just have to figure out how to get at it and basically take it. So I mean there's you know, there's all kinds of cool shit. Yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty fun, man. I'm I'm definitely having a blast with it and I hope like I hope that people continue to give it a chance, and part part of why I wanted to talk about it is to spread the love for it. Oh, yeah. I, the I story like is phenomenal. The story is great. I, again, like like I'm playing on a pretty good rig now, um, albeit the USB apparently doesn't work because thank you Microsoft. But um, but like I'm I'm having very little issues. Um, I'm like <clears> like you said, the game looks beautiful. I yeah. am running on on ultra settings, except I don't have Ooh. ray tracing on because they do not have an enable jet for AMD. Um, but um, and I might not, I probably won't be able to run it with ray tracing on, but, but even without that on, it's beautiful. Um, and again, it feels pretty responsive. I heard people bitching about, uh, uh, driving is a little sticky or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but in a lot of these games where driving is secondary, driving is imperfect, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, again, I, I take that with a grain of salt. I guess I think back to like battlefield three and like flying helicopters or driving tanks and what a bitch that was to learn and how the controls were very difficult. Um, and of course that was probably meant to mimic like how difficult it really is to fly a helicopter. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and I go, that's that's life. Like you got to adjust to the system. And yeah, the driving could probably be a little bit more smooth. Um, however, uh, that that's not not breaking the game for me. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. I'm just I'm shocked at the things people are bitching about. Um, I think I shared with you um, a guy did a YouTube video and he read off like a list of demands from players who are pissed. And like, you know, of course, like the first one is like fix the glitches. And I'm like, yeah, right. of course, right. But then yeah. the the big ones from there on, and, and this 
guy, like, what a fucking idiot. He's like, oh, yeah, man, you're totally right. This is this is horrible. They got to fix this. And two of the big ones that he was harping on was, well, I want to be able to change the, the makeup on my character. I want to be able to apply makeup on my character in front of any mirror in the game. And I'm going, Gen Z, fuck off. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, are you serious? Like, it's it's a first-person perspective game. You can't see your face except in certain mirrors anyway and in certain cutscenes and shit. Like, so what are you talking about, man? Like, it, it, changing your makeup? Are you serious? Like, in, in so many games in the past, you haven't even been able to customize your character at all. Like... What are you talking about? And then, then the, their next fucking complaint was, well, there's no barber in the game, so I can't change my hairstyle. And I'm, I'm saying the same thing. Like, I, I can remember World of Warcraft when that shit first came out and you got to, like, change your character's appearance after your character creation, and it cost $5 to do it. Like, yeah, microtransition. Right. Uh, I'm just like, guys, this is not a, a big issue. Like, like, do I hope that comes in a DLC? Sure, that would be great. And I know that that would probably scratch that itch for for some people who've been playing this game for a hundred hours and they're ready to, to change up their appearance or some shit like great, great. However, at launch, who gives a fuck about that? If, if you're giving a fuck about that, you're not playing the game. Right. Okay. Well, you're you know, like you said, you also don't actually see yourself. It's incredibly rarely. rare. And, and I know yeah. some people are complaining about that because, because apparently they wish it was a third person perspective game. And, and let me quickly say that that's a personal <laughs> preference. I prefer the first person perspective for, for these kinds of games. I know some people prefer a third person. I told Totally get that. It's a personal perspective thing, and I get that CD Projekt Red had said initially that you were going to be able to do either, and it looks like something happened, and that didn't happen at launch, and that that sucks. Um, I'm going to assume because it's three. The the third person can break a lot of shit, and it's like I I particularly would like it for the stealth missions, if only because it makes it easier. That's what I was going to say. Easier, you get bigger field of view, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is also not realistic field of view, by the way, people. You know, well, what you're getting in first person mode is closer to your realistic perspective i can't see behind me i can't see at the extreme left or extreme right i can only really see what my field of vision would be um versus as soon as you pull that camera back some you can suddenly see more than you probably should be able to see um and you can see am i hidden or not like you know like but and i will say this ironically is it's a lot easier to drive vehicles in third person perspective than it is in first person if only if only because like i think they they're trying to do too much to show you the inside of the vehicle like right because you know in in real life when you're driving a car yeah you can see you know all the interior from your view when you're sitting in the driver's seat and everything else but the problem is is that your your view as a real person is not a 16 by 9 letterbox right right so in in a wild wild wider perspective than that and you could focus your vision so maybe what they need to do is zoom on, yeah. on the first person perspective, it's kind of let you zoom in so that you're kind of just looking out the windshield over the top of the steering wheel. Correct. And then if you really wanted to look around, you could turn, yeah. you know, your, your perspective and, and look at the stereo or something. Maybe, uh, I think maybe, like, maybe, you know, click it in, you know, yeah. one one and a quarter times and maybe do a little bit of a fisheye on it too, you know, something to allow yeah. you know. Now, because I, I will say riding a motorcycle in first person perspective is easier than driving a car in first you know, person perspective. I hadn't tried that yet. I, I stole yeah. a motorcycle the other day and it drove great. 
and I yep. loved it. Um, and yeah. I think that part of it. <laughs> I, I like I like that the cars also even even regardless of perspective is that they they all handle a little different. They all have different accelerating and braking and all that. But yeah. I like that the game makes you drive at the pace of traffic and it punishes you for driving like Grand Theft Auto. Right, quite just going around things. Yeah, oh, quite yeah. severely. It, it it you know you run somebody over and the cops are on you like stink on shit. Dude, I haven't killed anyone yet by running you, them over. So you run somebody over, and you instantly have a police warrant issued, and you need to start going away quickly. Oh, I haven't, been, I haven't been attacked by the cops yet, but I'm assuming yes. it's probably not good. Um, so I've always run away quickly. Uh, now, I'm hearing that that people are displeased with that too. And again, I haven't gotten into any trouble yet. I've been told that I'm doing something illegal, but it was generally yeah. when I was trying to stop someone else from doing something illegal. So yeah. if you um, if you point your gun at just a random person, yeah. it'll it'll pop up. They'll pop a box and say you're doing something that'll get you in trouble so you gotta stop well and i did do that a few times because i didn't realize i could holster my weapon <laughs> uh, yeah, double tap guys double tap that Oops. y button or, or whatever it is on on ps2 or ps5 or whatever um is it, is it x or square or triangle anyway, i think is triangle, the top. that's it yeah. triangle whatever that top button is on your controller um and, and i am playing with the controller on pc and um what i what i'm hearing from people who are playing on pc is that controllers are actually the way to go for this game uh because uh, i guess with the mouse and keyboard it your speed for both driving and also walking is either it's all or none so like when you <laughs> press the forward key button um are the watts what is it the w on on your watts uh you know yeah. keyboard that it's it's all outrun like it's just go forward as fast as you can or don't move at all oh and, that's um, interesting and i wonder if that's a glitch um or if there's supposed to be like a toggle button to make you go faster um but, well, but should, one there guy was saying a, there should be a run toggle and, and maybe there is a run toggle but maybe and, the complaint is that you're power walking or you're not walking at all versus if you're using a joystick in, in a pad, you know, you can push forward a little bit more, push forward a little bit more. There, there's that right. nuance of control. And so well, some people were analog, saying, yeah. Analog, yeah. analog stick scaling versus digital click right. on or off. Either I'm pressing the button or I'm not, right? Um, and yep. so I've heard a lot oh, of people I, I saying love, that that's great. Um, so control is my I love that the game. Go. I love mm-hmm. that the game is punishing people properly for not understanding their inner... <laughs> <laughs> how their phenomenal. keyboard works <laughs> yeah and, and i get it like phenomenal. i think people are used to like again being on the rails we're like i'm semi in a cutscene when we're walking through this hallway and and my sidekick is talking to me about shit well guess what in cyberpunk you're not in a cutscene. you're fucking walking next to him and if you don't have the ability to control your walk speed then you're gonna pass him up <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and be a dick. So you, you, I will say this: you can't run or do any uh, double jumping in those kind of cutscenes. They do. Yeah, they do they keep do you from get, Yeah, they don't. That's they good. don't let you get crazy. Um, what I've also found is really weird. Is like I've inadvertently been crouched before going into a conversation. Oh no! And then I try and uncrouch and I skip the part of the conversation. <laughs> Because the, yeah. the crouch, the crouch they, button they is this. That. Yeah, that's kind of funky. But that's that's a nothing. That's a nothing bug. Well, exactly right. I mean, it's a you know, I guess try not to be crouched whenever. Because <laughs> yeah. I've had that happen too. But then I can imagine a scenario where it might start that kind of scene, and I might want to be hit during that scene, right? Where I'm yeah. listening to someone talking with someone else. And so I don't necessarily want them to auto uncrouch me, right? Um, but yeah, I've had that happen a couple of times. <laughs> so it's, I, I, would, I do want to take one one time because we mentioned influences this game. And I, I think one of the ones that people seem to miss when they're writing about it is um, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Or, no, strange, not Stranger Things, uh, Strange Times. Strange Times. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's a Cameron film. This sounds and, familiar. And this one, pro- this game probably 
probably owns owes more to that than any other. Yeah. Strange Times the movie or is it Stranger Times? Strange Times the movie is from 2013. No. Damn it. Strange Days. Strange Days. Strange Days. That's what it's called. 1995. Have you ever seen this movie? I'm looking it up right Catherine now. Catherine Bigelow, written by James Cameron. Dude, I don't know if I have. You need to watch this movie and then go, oh, I get it. Because I, I'm because the source material for Cyberpunk has been around for a long time. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that James Cameron read that and went, I'm writing this movie. He made this movie and it's crazy because like watch this movie and then you're gonna go like oh fuck <laughs> it is phenomenal yeah phenomenal. i mean just just read the slight synopsis a former cop turned street hustler accidentally uncovers a conspiracy in los angeles in 1999 awesome. well it's rated incredibly well especially oh, for something that old right this um, this is this is probably out of all the cyberpunk movies that get lumped in as being cyberpunk this is probably the most cyberpunk of all of them dude sick like like shit you not so yeah you should definitely definitely watch this and then uh we should you know what maybe we should do that we should do a review of this movie so once you watch it let me know and we'll talk about it and we'll continue the cyberpunk theme for the changing of the year as we're going to the new year Mm -hmm. oh it's on it that's available on amazon dude i'm gonna check it out it looks great it definitely looks like something i would enjoy um so yeah, I, I guess if we're if we're gonna kind of wrap up the cyberpunk thing, my my big thing would be you know give it a chance. Don't listen to all the negativity. Um, you know, pe- people are dumb. Um, that are are there issues? Yes. I hear that on on the older councils, some people are having huge problems. Apparently, you're not, right? Um, well, I I guess I have tempered expectations. Well, and and that's that's if, a big if part. Someone, of it, right? If someone had told me it would be just as good as it is on a high end PC, I would have chuckled and been like, "Yeah, it's right." Usually, right. there's no fucking way whatsoever. Right. And I guess the developers kind of I, I don't know if they said that explicitly. But no, it seems they did like not. They, and that's that's what everyone's pissed about. They pissed well, about because they sent out the PC version for review. They didn't really tell everybody that hey the council old council versions are going to not be very pretty which i mean shame on them i guess for not preparing people is that fucking obvious like no see they they made a mistake though because then they came out and said yeah it was not going to be good but they didn't say that initially so it's like no matter what they were going to do as soon as people found out that they weren't as good and there were big issues you know basically they you know and and the thing is it's it's a it's a conspiracy of well they didn't want people to cancel their pre-orders and blah 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 blah. and it's like yeah probably but also at the same time why would you think you know there, there's a new generation of consoles came out while this thing was being developed in right. fact if anybody doesn't think that that didn't play into the reason why it's got pushed back again and again and again exactly. then you're, you're just you're just naive right right well and as, soon, as soon as you upgrade hardware you can scale everything right so it could be that night city got bigger because the console hardware got better right yeah. but then that doesn't change the old console hardware right so you suddenly have to make your game Figure work out a way to make it happen on all those things and and i mean you want an unsolvable equation there's one right because how do you make it as good on old software on the newest pc that just came like like they optimized i think for a graphics card that was released on like the 10th of december guys like okay like so how do you do both of those how do you a console that's like five years old 
and a PC that came that like literally came out two days before the release or whatever. Um, it, that's incredibly difficult to do. Um, and and yeah, am I disappointed that they haven't optimized for AMD to the point that I'm I'm getting the most out of my rig that, that I should be a, a little bit? But the game runs fine. <laughs> like, um, so it's not that I can't play it. Will it look prettier when when it is optimized? Yeah. Will it run smoother? Probably. Am I getting sixty frames a second right now? Probably not. Also, my eyes can't see at sixty frames a second, so I think I'm going to be okay. <laughs> like again, I, I I don't know. And and is that? I guess it's all that shit, right? It's it's four K. It's all this hype over frames per second. Um, I had my little brother tell me the other day he was playing Overwatch, and uh, his his computer is he's got a fancy gaming monitor, and it's very nice, but it's it's 120 hertz, and it, so as a refresh rate, it can do 120 frames per second or or whatever, right? And yeah. he's like, I'm watching him play it. I'm like, dude, this is running really smooth. And you know, Overwatch is it's been out a, a yeah. long time, right? Um, action packed, right? It's great, great Twitch shooter. I'm not gonna talk trash on it. It's awesome, but it is a little bit older at this point, and he's playing on a very new rig, and and he's bitching to me that he's only getting like 90 frames per second, and I'm going, you can't you can't see 90 frames per second, so like yeah. that's good. It's and he's like, yeah, but you know, my my computer can do 120 frames per second. Sweet, and I'm like, that doesn't that doesn't matter because you can't you can't see that like it like is there a difference between like 24 frames per second and 30 maybe even 40 but once you get to 60 dude shit dude you're you're probably overdoing it well, like, well there's there's the ultimate irony right is that the whole 24 frames per second <clears throat> is a standby by film because it's it's the pretty much earliest frame rate that when you're watching something recorded and played back your eyes don't detect a motion difference right you don't now freak that, out now, on it now, it doesn't now, take you out of it. now the reason why 24 frames per second works for film is because there's so much information digital you know visual information in a frame of film Mm -hmm. so the problem with video games is we've had to crank up the frames per second because the visual density isn't there so this is the irony is people say well i got 120 frames per second yes because the fidelity of the image given to you is so much less than your actual vision you have to it has to be hacked to make it look even better because Mm. it your eyes will instantly always look at a computer image and go it's fake it's fake it's uncanny valley not real it's not fake. real not real it's super fake let, let no. me tell you i've had conversations with with jackie and in cyberpunk and i'm looking at him going he's fucking real like i'm looking at him on my big screen and going this is a real living breathing person it's it is that good on my computer and and, and i've had times where the, the voice sync is imperfect and i'm like okay he's not real like, like <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's and there's the funny thing about it too it's like so as we get to 8k and all this other stuff the visual information is finally you know it's finally going to start getting to like film and reality but right. that still means the art has to catch up too. Yeah. And that's where like ray tracing is a big deal because ray tracing is supposed to fix the lighting because then the lighting won't make it look fake and everything yeah. else. So you I mean you could have 240 frames per second and it still won't matter because if it doesn't look photorealistic, it's always gonna look fake. And I think people right. just need to need to get to the, you know, the you know, I honestly I think as the resolutions keep going up, I think the frame rates are gonna come down again. You know, really? 60, 60 frames per second is a big deal with television because television refresh at 60 hertz that's the only reason why and that's that's not something like you know that's that's only ntsc in the states over in europe the old pal standard i believe was like 25 frames per second more like because when i encode for pal i think that's what i have to aim for 
Yeah. Or, so, or, I mean, or a um, like a multiple of that. Like I'm so pretty reason, sure 60 won't work. <laughs> the reason why, you know, for a while every game was talking about, oh, it's 60 frames per second, 60 frames per second, because they were trying to match the refresh rate of television screens to make it look, you know, so you were hitting. So there wasn't like a stutter or a flicker or anything else. It has nothing to do with people think it like makes it doesn't. It Like you said, you, you can't really. The only reason you can tell a difference between film and TV on the refresh and the frames per second is because of the way your eyes are picking up the television screen. You know, it's in a television right. screen, the, the, you know, or even a digital and LCD, you know, the image is being shot at your eyes for the refresh rate. So you're seeing an image and then you're not seeing an image, but it's happening fast enough where it looks like a continuous image. Maybe this is the other problem is people don't understand how their own visual system works and how monitors and stuff are basically hacking your vision to right. show you an image. And I if people realize, exactly people, people, is, maybe right? if people understood that they wouldn't, you know, freak out about, well, I'm not seeing 120 frames per second on this game. Right. And I think you're exactly right. Like if they understood the way that the individual pixels actually light up going across the screen. And if we slowed that down for them and, and educated them, it, it, well, what, what really helped me with it was was camera technology. Like we were shooting video cause on. Because I remember when when everything back in like the 90s and they were they would film it or it was like a video of a, of a, it was a, you knew it was a video versus film because in video you would see all the computer screens flickering. Yes, yes. Because that's the refresh rate. And what uh -huh. that actually is, is whenever your refresh rate lines up with what you're filming, right? right? So yep. if you were filming at, you know, 30 frames per second and the fluorescent lights above you are also flickering at 30 frames per second, you will see it go the hertz or the refresh rate of that light. If it was, it would be constantly mm -hmm. flickering, right? <laughs> and that's how you get strobe effects, right? Anyway, it's, but people don't get that. I get that because I've filmed in 30 frames per second or whatever it is under a fluorescent light and then looked at the footage oh, afterwards fuck. and gone, fuck, <laughs> God damn it. We gotta reshoot all this, motherfucker. Like, um, and, uh, and, but other people I think don't get that because they're like, what do you mean? I don't, nothing flickers like when I'm looking around. But like you said, it's a hack. It's it's that we develop these things with our eyes in mind. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, you're, you're spot on. You're spot on. Um, well, let's see. We'll close this bitch out, I think. Uh, got any New Year's resolutions? Um, I play Cyberpunk. Um, I'm going yes. to – what am I going to do? I mean, I've cut back drinking a lot. I'm probably going to going to smoke more um, or or take edibles or stuff like that. So I'm, I'm going to try to do less, less drinking in the new year, um, which I've already kind of been doing uh, since, uh, I don't know, Thanksgiving. Or, or something around there. Um, I guess that's about it. I mean, it'd be great to lose some weight and get back in shape. How about that? What, what about you? You got something specific? Uh, that was about it. It was a little more fit, a little less fat. I think that's it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. I'll probably, probably, I'll probably have to cut the drinking back too. I'm, I'm getting to the age where that probably needs to happen anyway. So, wah, wah. Right, right. And that's hard. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I stopped drinking for about a month there completely. And I thought that I would see a, a decent uh, weight, weight loss from that because I've seen that in the past. And I really didn't see a lot. I, I lost a couple pounds and uh that's and your so old that, man metabolism right i think that's what that is versus in the past it was like wow you cut your calories in half by not drinking <laughs> and suddenly i'm seeing massive weight loss but but now i'm i'm so slowed down it doesn't really matter so i, I think i feel comfortable with like uh you know maybe, maybe one beer a couple or something hopefully it's <laughs> the new year everybody. take care of yourselves out there <laughs> uh, shit, that's man. a good one